Coming at you from Handsome Headquarters here in sunny Los Angeles, California. I'm Lee Sanger-Golden, and you're listening to me talk on the internet. I'm joined remotely by lighter expert, social scientist, uh, and good old friend, Dave. How you doing, sir? Hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm pretty hot. It's hot outside, but otherwise I'm doing all right. Yeah, we're having a pretty legendary heat wave out here in, in California. So like all day on the phone, just been like turning the AC on while on mute. And then like uh, the second I have to talk, quickly turning it off, saying something really quickly and then turning the AC back on. So, but now we're potting, so we can't really do that. We got to just grin and bear it because we got important stuff to talk about today. I know you have a couple things stuck in your craw, but um, the main thing I wanted to talk about was burp. that cute, nice burp. <laughs> Dave's Dave's microphone etiquette, good as ever. What you just burped into the microphone? I did. Didn't you? I don't know. You did, did I? Okay. I think you did. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. I'm just finding ways to, I just finding ways to bust your chops. Like I feel like on the last episode I busted your chops and you were like, wait, what? And I was like, I'm being sarcastic. I'm fucking with you. Dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like going, wandering around. Like, how do I set the phone up? Like I fucking hate this. <laughs> yeah. I just got one of those little like tripods for my phone. So when I have to use it, I just like drop it just put it on this little tripod and set it up. This little guy. So, oh yeah. So I just do this. Right. Let's do this. I have a tripod. Yeah, there. just you just clip it in there, and then you're good to go. I have that exact one. Is, it, is that a Joby? Uh, yes, yes, it is. It is a Joby. They do they do good products. <laughs> See, I think I, they made like a Steadicam supposed to be good that I was thinking of getting. I was gonna I was gonna make a move for your head last year, but then I ended up just like doing other things. Um, you mean like for your head or what? <laughs> What do you mean, steady cam? Like, oh, like one with like actual like gyroscopes. And yeah, shit? like the new, like the. Okay. I, I'm I'm like a, I'm an old man now, so I say steady cam when I mean like you know image stabilization yeah, solution, know. whatever you want oh, to call okay. it. What, okay. <laughs> Seriously. All right. All right, and we're ready to go here, talking on the internet with Dave. Right. So, um, Dave, I often. Uh, All right. I often half jokingly call you the amb our ambassador to Gen Z because like, even though you're a couple yeah. years older than me, uh, you still are in touch with like what animation kids are still watching and like, what's what, like what games uh, kids are playing and all this kind of stuff. And like, you know, I, I, I keep abreast of nerd culture, obviously, but there's a difference to some degree. Cause it's like, you yeah. know, if you ever, if you ever, like, if you were to say like an actual Gen Z person here, yeah. you'd still be like, well, he's not exactly, you can't speak for everybody. Right. Cause it's only his experience at his high school or whatever the fuck, you know? Um, so then it's like, I feel like I'm even kind of a step back from that. It's almost like I'm watching over the shoulder of, these people yeah. talking to them on discord of course right but just like the way facebook is a great social media like i mean you have to be careful but if you want to be lazy you can get most of your big news from it you know most of your memes even and stuff you're like oh i heard about that movie from facebook yeah i heard about those riots from facebook so yeah right yeah i mean like you know i'm in touch with what's going on in like nerd culture and stuff but there's a difference between like adult nerd culture and like kid culture which is not nerd culture kids are into nerdy things because kids are kids you know what i mean whereas like i'm a guy who like you know has one tab oh, yeah. open with geek tyrant but then the other tab is open with like the atlantic so um 
but the reason why I wanted to bring you in uh, is... Yeah, I don't even know what those are. Okay. Well, I know what The Atlantic is. It's a publication of note that assholes like me read and then regurgitate stuff from. Um, so basically, uh, yeah, it's something that's been dominating like the business and gaming news cycle is this big spat, this throwdown between Epic Games, the developer and publisher of Fortnite, the super popular um, online shooter, Battle Royale shooter, and um, Apple and also uh, Google. There's this huge battle going on between Epic Games, Apple, and Google over uh, the way that in-app purchases occur with their products. Because Fortnite, super popular game, and like kids are buying different like outfits and guns and all that kind of shit on it. Um, and uh, when you do microtransactions like that um, on the Apple platform or the uh, Android platform, you gotta give like a 30% cut to Apple. So what Epic did is they just built in their own proprietary in-app purchase system into the uh, into the app. They basically went around the the um, the software developer license with Apple and sort of made their own money. And then they basically like they basically challenged Apple to sue them. They were like, or to to kick them off. They're like, fuck you, Apple. We're we're doing this to like basically prod the beast. And, um, you know, kick us off, mofo. And of course, Apple took the bait and uh, they kicked them off. And then now Fortnite sued them. So legally, you know, they're going after Apple uh, and, and as a monopoly, monopolizing online purchases with, with this kind of stuff. But they're also going after them with like a culture war, which I think is even more effective. They took Apple's classic Ridley Scott 1984 ad with like the you know, which basically portrays IBM and Microsoft as the evil big brother. Um, they took that ad and they made Apple the evil big brother. And they have a Fortnite character uh, running in and throwing a unicorn like hammer at the screen. So uh, it's just a, it's a FU legally. It's an FU culturally. And, you know, I mean, I got my own feelings about Epic Games and their proprietary system, but I am a hundred percent behind them. And like, I don't really own any yeah. Epic shit and I own a lot of Apple stuff, but fuck Apple. This is awesome. I'm a hundred percent down uh, on, on the side of Epic and I think they're going to win somehow um, by making such a bold move and then just getting the culture behind them because the kids are behind them. Kids fucking love Fortnite. And like, I don't really have a, like a lot of time to play games like Fortnite, but Fortnite is fucking fun. And you know what's not fun? Stupid bullshit corporations like Apple. So I don't know, you play Fortnite more than me. I only play Fortnite to sometimes talk to you. But like what, are kids even like aware of what's going on? I play it every fucking you day. You play it every day. So are kids aware of what's going on? Are they pissed that they can't play yeah, it on their Apple? The thing. Okay, so I play this game. I play this game with these kids every day. And not, not to hark, uh, harp on that earlier point too much, but do I talk to any of them? No. Our parties are locked. Once upon a time, like a year ago or something, um, especially because my my friend Kevin has a kid and we play with him. Yeah. But and he would just add everybody because you know that's how kids are. Like, oh, friend request, friend request, exactly. and you could just like join people's parties that way. And, and it would be weird. We're like playing like three adults and like somebody, some little kid joins. We don't even know. It's like okay, like no, this is just, this is their father. Anyway, <laughs> so I don't. I don't talk to them and um, yeah. I'd actually like to look at the stats of how popular 
Fortnite is because my impression, at least with people that are like older teens or like 20 or something, yeah. I'm just going to say like around 20 because that's about where I like talk to people. Uh-huh. I don't really talk to like 12 year olds on Discord because for one thing, you're not supposed to be there. Yeah, um, they do what sneak the fuck in. are you going like to talk to them about? 13 and 14 year olds and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, actually, I did. Um, What was it? I was watching this kid. He randomly joined. He's 14 yeah. and he just immediately started live streaming his playing video games, which I thought was weird. Yeah. But it happened to be Mario 64 on an emulator and nice. i was like what and he acknowledged too because i was asking him i'm like oh i'm so glad kids are still playing this game he's like no they all think i'm weird i'm like the only one playing it. yeah no one i was like all right i joined him for a few minutes you know and talked about it and then i listened to him play because it was relaxing and then i left because it was awkward well they have those so like, like kid react they have those like kids react video i saw like a kids react video it was like kids reacting to like a game boy yeah. and they're like this is sad man but yeah it's i mean when n64 <laughs> was a thing like i remember playing roms of like snes games that came out like when i was a baby uh but i i acknowledged that like that it was sort of weird to be playing these old games when there was there was new games out. Okay, but um, so to to get back to the main point here. Um, yeah, you have to always keep me on topic. But I did talk to some people about it. Okay, especially once you brought it up a few days ago. Good. And um, I mean that was kind of the reaction. It was like a few people. This this little selection of like eighteen to twenty two year olds or whatever. Yeah. Like, what like does anybody even play Fortnite or like? fuck epic or like blah 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 i mean they don't like apple either Every, if you said apple that's just a whole nother like yeah are you some sort of like technology cut like why are you using apple <laughs> and the only thing i learned also about it was something that um, i guess uh epic um offered like a 30 percent discount on v bucks which yeah. is their in-game currency which of course was not extended on the apple website and that's kind of what caused this whole original debacle interesting because, like they could just yeah it's like why would you could buy the same thing on apple or you could buy it on fortnite it was like the same thing but then epic was like well here's a 30 percent discount on money you can only spend in our game and it's like well wait a minute like yeah apple's like we want to why would they buy from us then and, and it's like winking like exactly um so yeah i guess it is just a big power move to kind of like distance themselves yeah um they're, i'm sure they're doing it on purpose of course, you know? of course they had this all yeah so you know, as, as much as I want to clap my hands and, and I, I am really entertained by it all, yeah. it does seem like a big corporate decision. Of course. Because, I mean, Fortnite is still big and it's going to be big because of the cartoon nature of it yeah. and it's fun and lots of kids play it. But there are so many battle royales being released constantly. Yeah. They weren't the first Warzone one. Warzone is getting big. Um, yeah, even Call of Duty has, has a mode now. Like, PUBG sucks. A, yeah, everybody's at it. Yeah, fuck Call of Duty. But and every yeah, and then there's play. The first one was. Player. I think that's the one it is. I think it. I think Warzone is the Call of Duty one. Oh, okay. And then, um, and then yeah, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Yeah, yeah, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. That was like the first. But one. See, that's the thing. Like, I tried playing. And that, that one's like a serious one, as, almost. As glitchy as it was. Yeah. Yes, and see, when I first went into it too, it was like, I I wanted to do that instead. Um, but not everybody could buy it or I don't yeah, know. We had a problem a, and it was like, but Fortnite was free. So we're like, Ugh, like I'm an adult. I don't want to play this cartoony fucking game. Like with the, the dances and stuff. But to be honest, like over time, I'm like, I don't want to go back to playing like some serious game. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So like, like, where's the guy? Like, bro, bro, help me. I'm bleeding. Like, come on. I'm just, I just want to shoot things. It's way like, less the stressful point. And yet, than those. The building always pisses me off. I hate the building. The building is lame. Yeah. But there's like a mic. Exactly. It's, it's like a, a Minecraft it. element yeah. where you like build your own forts, which is dumb. And like, and the old guys like us were like, fuck that. We're just, we want to fight. But yeah, I, me- I played, I remember oh, playing man. Fortnite the day it they came out. They just brought back cars 
and the car system it's so much better now yeah yeah, the yeah. vehicles were cool. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I remember playing at the first, because it's like, you know, like I said, like, I know I'm not in touch with what's going on with kids, but I'm in touch with what's going on with, like, geek shit and games. So yeah. when I found out there was this new okay. thing, I was like, I hopped on and played it that first day. And I was like, uh, I have, like, I have, like, games that I've spent $60 on, and I only have so much gaming time, and these are all, like, kids here. So I'm going to go ahead and focus on the stuff that I've paid for. But But you got to the point of it, which is in a time with like all of this crazy console exclusivity these price tag for games like when a new like battlefield or new call of duty comes out if you want to get all of the content and get the season pass you're looking at sometimes like 150 dollars to get the like platinum version of everything and um in a time like that and and also uh uh in a time where like big uh triple a titles don't come to platforms like uh ios um Fortnite is like this crazy exception to the rule because it is a um, uh, cross-platform. You can be playing on a PlayStation. You can be playing right. it on your phone. You can be playing it on your Xbox. You can play it on your PC. You can play it on your Switch, and you're all playing the same game. The, the Most sh online shooters, you're siloed into – if your buddy has a PlayStation and you have an Xbox, you're not going to be playing you know, Star Wars Battlefield yeah. together. And, and that sucks. And then you don't play it because you want to play with your friend. Yes. So and, and so it, it's unique there. And I think that's why it's so popular. Also, it's just like cartoony and fun and cute. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But. Dude, the way you fuel up your cars it, with the new car system, there's gas pumps and gas cans. You just pour the, the gas onto the car. Yeah. Like anywhere onto it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's fun. I mean, it's fun. Like that's the kind of things like I, if I was a kid, when when I was a kid and I had no money and tons of time, I would be playing Fortnite all fucking day. Because it's true. Fun. Landon does play it a lot. My my uh, my friend's kid and what is he nine? Yes. Now? And see, I mean, yeah. just to take a step back, um, you know, we've been you and I have been playing online shooters like literally since they started. And I've spent quite a bit of money on this game too. I should probably add. Right. I, I always well, told myself adult, like I'm not gonna you know, and then it's like fuck. You know, yeah. uh, so you can waste your money on this, right? Um, but I can, but why? <laughs> so, and, and, and here, well, let's take a step back because it's also one of the few like popular big name titles that you could actually play on iOS. So, like, Apple is great for some things. Like, I like I always say, like, never run a business on an Apple, uh, but never make a movie or record an album on a PC. Um, so like for, for gaming and for business, I, uh, I'm always using a PC, but for creative stuff like podcasting, I'm using, you know, my MacBook right now, but uh, Apple as a sort of ecosystem, since they're so closed off has always been a shitty place to game, you know, ever since we were kids, like, you know, you could play Oregon trail and Sim city, um, <laughs> and all that, yeah. that kind of stuff. The only main like Mac game that i remember was um bungie's uh marathon and marathon 2 which were which were shooters as well uh and they of course went on to make halo and originally halo was going to be on the mac as well but um microsoft scooped in and they grabbed it uh for the, the xbox console so that was sort of like the end of like of apple ever trying to be a place for gaming um you know there's this company asper that will do like um they'll do ports of like PC games years afterwards. So like Lego Star Wars will come out and then like five years later, there'll be like a horrible uh, port 
to Mac that like barely works. True, um, true to Apple form, you get everything, but three years later, or three years later and more expensive. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just always been a shitty place to game. Um, but what for hardcore gamers, at least, but for sort of casual gamers, the iOS platform in particular, especially as all of the phones and tablets have become like incredibly fucking powerful, um, have been become places for like lots of casual gamers to like come into the fray. And then there's, of course, like the Apple Arcade where that you can get for Apple TV or your phone or whatever. And there's like, there's a lot of quality games there and it's a pretty low price, but there's, there's nothing that's kind of like a blockbuster title. So if I was a guy that was but like, oh, I want to have a... So they don't have that, that same thing like on the Android platform? They, they might have something. Some, I mean, Google's working on their own. Their, it's Google Stadia, which is, which is different. But so like Apple Arcade, if I was a kind of guy that like I didn't have a console, I didn't have a PC, and, um, and I didn't have any particular like, oh, I got to play the new Gears of War. Oh, I got to play the new, you know, uh, Spider-Man game or whatever. Like, and I was just like, oh, you know, I want to spend an hour or two a day playing games. Like Apple Arcade would be a great, place for that you know what i mean um as someone who has like an xbox and like a pc and a switch like i have no fucking interest in playing whatever those like it's like the same people games are don't want to bother with like netflix and hulu or whatever because they don't know which one to get so they're just going to get like the big package from comcast and watch cable tv whatever's on exactly that's what that's what they told me to watch yeah and there's great titles on apple arcade but like it's not a place for hardcore gamers and that's why like uh that's why and obviously they do ports of old games like you can get like old grand theft autos or or whatever on you know your but it's always this kind of sub awesome experience but that's why like uh another reason why fortnite is so popular it's like one of the only places one of the only games on the ios platform where you can get like a pretty triple a experience i mean it's not like a call of duty or whatever but it's for the phone i mean it's a gamer's game it's a real game um, and that in the, the fact that you can be on your phone playing a shooter with someone who is on like a 4k, you know, Xbox, you know, whatever the newest version of Xbox is going to be, that is fucking game changing. And the fact that you can have a good experience and play with other people and not pay a dime, that's game changing as, as well. Um, and, you know, I think that it is very know, poorly it, optimized, though, I will say. With all of the yeah. constant changes that they make and the cross-platform compatibilities, like every time we sign on together, there's like some issue. Like yes, somebody's course. mic isn't working and they have to restart, or like yes, you know the vehicles don't work this way. Like we, a glitch happens. Like I don't. Know. It's but definitely the it's worst way smooth. to play Fortnite. It's, just, it's the worst computer, way to play my Fortnite. Is so loud. It's like both that and yeah. Minecraft, where you're like, this game doesn't look like it's. It, you know, I'm not playing like The Witcher Five or some shit. Like, yes. why is my computer like so loud right now? Yeah, you'd be surprised like what takes up a lot of uh, a lot of GPU RAM. Yeah. Well, that's why but, I think of it, you know, in my simplest terms, I'm just like if it's if it's poorly optimized or like what does it have to um rendering? It's it's trying to render everything at once, you know, it's like that's the problem here. Like I've heard of people yeah. crashing like crazy servers of like, you know, great computers because they like had this 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 mod in Minecraft where you could have a box mm-hmm. that could carry like a thousand different things or something in it, and then they, like a creeper came and blew up like several of those boxes. So the game <laughs> just instantly could not generate, you know, three thousand apples or whatever. It was like, nope, yeah. sorry, you're done. So every time they tried to restart the game, it was just nope, and they lost that entire world anyway. Yes, but there's something more important at play here, and that is the fact that uh, 
Epic Games plays a very crucial role in both AAA game development, but also independent game development. And as someone who, who developed and released my own independent uh, uh, computer game, Escape the Park, I, like I know that. the importance of... of in, uh, what's that? Is it done? Is it done? Yeah, it's done. Didn't you pay $10 for it? Probably. You bought, you bought my game, Dave. Because yeah, okay. I, 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 I give the, it out for um, free, but there's like a recommended, like, I was like, if you want to give me money, give me 10 bucks. And yeah. I think you just saw that and assumed it was 10, but you gave me 10 bucks. I'm like, right, okay, cool. Um, that's 10 less, fewer dollars I didn't lose developing this game. Uh, like all of my creative content, uh, it's, it's really great. And it's losing money. <laughs> so uh, go out and buy it. But hey, it's the most important part is just keep doing it because you love it. Um, so anyway, um, the reason why Epic is so important to the game development world is because of their engine, the Unreal Engine, which goes back a long time. Right. Uh, and a, lo a lot of big game developers, they develop on Unreal. But then also a lot of people who release games on uh, smaller platforms or even bigger platforms they also use the Unreal Engine, and they have a pretty good model. Epic has a pretty good model. You can use our engine for free once you cross a certain threshold of uh, uh, downloads or of of of, of, of uh, um, purchases or whatever. I think you do have to pay them a cut. Um, and you know, personally, I use Unity for for game development. I actually think Unreal is probably better graphics wise, but I I prefer Unity for for game dev. But whatever so the point is that like there's more at play here than just like a game for kids there's the the health of a company that is uh very important for an emergent economy which is small town like basically mom and pop game developers you know there's people like me who are just doing it because it's fun but then there's also people like this is their their job you know you know there's a lot of people who are shitty asset flippers who are just like you know just throwing stuff together and making generic like Fortnite knockoffs and stuff like that. In fact, the company that I buy assets from, they have their own battle Royale graphics pack. So you could just license fake Fortnite shit and release your own fake Fortnite. So there's other, you know, just like garage bands and, and YouTube and all of this, wow. kind of, you know, uh, democratization technology. Uh, and I mean, garage bands, like literal garage bands. Yeah. Not yeah. Just referring to the Apple program, like a mom, like go, you're playing with your garage bands and your Fortnites. No, I'm talking about the democratization of media. Yeah. yeah, there's going to be a lot of shit, but then it also becomes an important marketplace for sort of mom and pop businesses. Huh. And this goes to the core of how Epic started. So Epic Mega Games, you remember Epic Mega Games back in the 90s? That was their original thing. So when we were kids, the, the big name on the block in PC gaming, and, it, and as siloed as the gaming platforms are now, in the, the 90s, it was even more fucking siloed. Like PC gaming was like its own thing, completely, you know, separate from, yeah. uh, completely separate from, from the consoles yeah. or, or even other. Uh, they never even tried to make the same game. They're like, that wouldn't yeah, even be on anybody's it. mind. You're like, what? If there's a PC sometimes game. There was, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes there was weird ports, but it was kind of like those Mac ports. Like, remember they had Doom for like, for Super Nintendo, but it was total garbage. You know that. Oh God, stuff. you're right. They did. So the the big name was uh, Apogee, and they did yes. like okay, Apogee. Yeah. They did the original Duke Nukem, and they did Secret Agent and Crystal Caves, 
And they basically were sort of like the Nintendo side-scroller shooter developer of um, uh, of the PC platform. They did Bio Menace and a lot of, a lot of these I'm, games. I was trying to think of Bio Menace. I yeah, love that I think they give out Bio Menace for free on GOG, good old games. Like, check out Bio Menace is, is fun. And they all had like, 16 you know they had like 16 bit or not 16 color graphics eventually they had 256 like original vga graphics but um this was if you didn't have a nintendo and you wanted to play shooters and platformers you you played apogee games um meanwhile uh there was this uh this other company soft disc which was like a online pc magazine basically there's these two guys, John Carmack and John Romero, and they tried to bridge the gap between PC consoles. And they, they basically made like PCs and consoles. They basically made like a remake of Mario for PC and they went to Nintendo and they're like, hey, isn't this cool? You wanna, what, you wanna have you know, your games on PC? We can do it for you. And they were like, no, we don't want it. So they went off and found ID software and they created Wolf, Wolfenstein, which was the first like first person shooter. And then it was published by Apogee. So Apogee, uh, ID, these were like the big names, right? And this is like the nascent days of, of, of shooters. Meanwhile, there's this guy, Tim Sweeney, and he starts this company that's called Potomac Computer Systems, right? And that is a really boring name. So he's trying to think of like, okay, how, okay, Apogee software. Like, how do I sound more epic than Apogee software? And he goes, my, I'm going to call my company Epic Mega Games. And so it's this one guy, Tim Sweeney, one dude. And I think he's really? now, I think he's now still the like CEO of Epic. Obviously, they're not called Epic Mega Games anymore because that sounds so 90s and dumb. But yeah, yeah, he was just one guy developing shit on his own. Very similarly to the people who were using the Unreal platform. There's so many guys out there, like just one one guy, one gal, just like making their own games, just yeah. like Tim Sweeney did. So he gets oh. it. You know, maybe he's a big evil corporate guy. I'm sure whatever. He's got his problems. I don't know shit about Tim Sweeney, but he right. gets it. He at least came from the same. He's basically building, he built the platform that will allow millions of oh. other hymns to, to do what he did. And I like look, it. I don't know him very much. Maybe there's, there's shit about him. I don't know. But whatever. He seems like a decent guy. So he basically, one guy starts this thing, epic mega games. And like, I remember being a kid and being like, epic mega games. They sound epic and mega. And they have games. But it's like, it's just one fucking dude. And so they had like a couple of good titles. Like there was, I remember Jazz Jackrabbit. And I was like, okay, like this is fine. I'm not into this, but whatever. But the game that I really liked was a game called Epic Pinball. You remember that one? We had the shareware version that was like Android. It was like a pinball, yellow pinball game. And that was the game that I really remember. Putting I remember Space Pinball. That's what, that's what everybody remembers is Space Pinball. But Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was the same thing. I don't know. Anyway, so mean, meanwhile, no, I like the uh, history lesson. Yeah, well, I, I actually taught a, a class called History of Games oh, like, sweet. years ago. Cool. Yeah, uh, the, at the Art Reach summer program in Walnut Creek, California, our hometown. Mm -hmm. So, um, meanwhile, ID Software, who made Wolfenstein 3D, they are the first people to basically break the internet with Doom. So, Doom is this first person shooter. It looks 3D. It's broke not really, the internet. But it look, what's that? <laughs> broke the internet. 
It broke the internet. It wasn't even on the internet. It wasn't yet. even. Well, like, so there was this thing. So you had four player online yeah. multiplayer death matches. And, you know, now when you can, yeah, we, there's these battle royales where there's what, 64 players at a time. I think some Wait, games. Could you do it? Could you online? I forget. When could you do it online? I remember the there land a, parties. Okay. So there was something called, well, so anyway, nowadays you can have 64, 100 people, you know, in a session and it's, and it's whatever. But back in the day, four people on a session, on a deathmatch shooter session, that was fucking epic. And uh, you could do a land party where, you know, obviously you could just kind of. But there was also something I remember called Dwango. And I don't remember what Dwango stands for, but you could dial up your friend. Dwango. <laughs> Dwango. So, so here's the, this is what I mean by. If I'm I sorry, I'm just Fortnite, thinking of the movie Django. Django. <laughs> Dwango Fett. Dwango yeah. Unchained. Yeah, yeah, it's just, silent, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little kid who is still learning how to pronounce things. Like, Dwango Unchained is my favorite Tarantino movie. Um, if you talk like that in your kid, don't worry, it's totally normal. I used to, I used to, I used to talk, I used to call my, I used to say my name was Yi when I was a kid, so don't worry about that. I'm not making fun of you. I remember we went to this place called VGMT. Video Game and Multimedia Trader. Video Game and Multimedia Trader. And we would pay $5 an hour to, well, well, there was a Friday night deal. You could play $5 on Friday night. You could play all, all night. But during the normal weeks, it was $5 an hour. I, this is probably why this place went out of business because that's the opposite business model. It's, it's supposed to be cheaper during the week and more expensive on the weekend, but whatever. So we would pay $5 an hour to play four-player LAN party Doom death matches and frag each other. And I remember that, five, that hour, that $5 hour was like so precious. And if there was something where I could, if there was something in that time period where I could do that with, um, you know, 64 people instead of four people, and I could do it all day, and I could just do it on my phone in my bedroom, I would have really graduated school. There's no way. So while I don't play a lot of Fortnite, I 100% get it, because we were there right at the beginning. Because you're like, you know, that one hour that, of course, your parents are going to pay for another. You're like, I can't want to keep playing. And they're like, it's fucking $5. It's It's $5. No way. Yeah, no way. (laughs) Yeah. So like, it was precious to you. You like enjoyed it so well, you know, it's like, like, what if they just pumped out like a million Avengers movies? And even if they were all like decent, it starts losing its (laughs) Yeah. Well, they did. That's the thing. Is like to, to me, Avengers movies are just like a, it's just another TV show now. It's like almost yeah, indistinguishable kind of between like, Shield or ma- Agents of Shield or whatever. Well, I hope they're kind of done with it now, right? I mean, I don't know what they're going to do now. They got to like do something else. But anyway, well, that's like a totally different. That's a totally different topic. We'll get yeah. into. I think we should get it on another day because basically, I think okay. what we're going to hopefully what will happen is is the we'll see a similar collapse in the studio system that we saw in the late sixties. And because in the late sixties, all of these big budget like movies, like start, started losing the, uh, the studio's money. And so in the seventies, all of these film school guys, these Scorsese's and these Coppola's and Lucas and, oh. and John Milius and all these guys, they gave them the keys to the kingdom. And they basically, you know, go out, here's $12 million, go make Star Wars or whatever. You know what I mean? And they changed everything. So I think we're going to have to do, and obviously, you know, history repeats and echoes, but it's never the same. I think we will see something similar where they're just going to have to trust young, talented, cheap people to make inexpensive movies. Because that's really the model that works the best is, is 
a yeah. something where you and whether it's a video game or whether it's a movie or whatever it's something where you just put a little bit of money in and you get a lot out that's why like cheap companies always make horror pictures because horror pictures can make a shit ton of money because kids love them and they're super easy to make because you just get a bunch of hot kids no one's heard of you take off their clothes you have them fuck and then you kill them in the fucking woods and you can do it for like a couple million say, dollars i like you say kids no. i'm like i understand i'm in the same age group now where we call like what we call teenagers kids. kids yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, I mean, but by kids, I mean 25-year-olds <laughs> You get a bunch playing. of kids together, have them strip off their clothes, and I'm like, wait, let me stop you there, Lee. <laughs> no, no, you get a bunch of teens, and you take <laughs> yeah. off their, you have them fuck each other, and you, <laughs> I'm just, this is Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> movie island. We just get a bunch of kids, and we rip off um, Oh, uh, you know so, what's terrible, too, is I never looked into that whole thing. I realized that, like, yesterday or today, I was like, no, I never looked into the details of the whole Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein thing. I just, I know what it is from memes. And that's pretty yeah. much it from memes and Facebook posts. And I'm like, but should I educate myself? What's the point? But anyway, yeah. That's... Yeah, if you talk about it, then other liberals will call, will say that you're falling for Russian propaganda. Yeah, it that's is the funny first because... time his name has ever come out of my mouth. Like, really? My wife and I we talk about Jeffrey Epstein like constantly. And it's I, also I just funny not. that I don't. I don't. What's the point? I don't get it. Like, I don't know. I mean, whatever. If you want to be political because... and you want to like. I don't like celebrities. You remember, you know, like I like movies and yeah. I don't care about the actors and celebrities. And to me, sure. it's similar. It's like your ideas are important or whatever the fuck. Or if I'm in the proposition to like, like he, he's asking me for a job or he wants my advice or something. And I'm like, oh, you're Jeffrey Epstein. You're Ben Shapiro. You're Jordan Peterson. You know, then I'll know who you are. But otherwise, I can give a shit about how you can't turn on your wife and I'm glad that you put Ben Shapiro in the same uh, category as like uh, a child molester because uh, I hate Ben Shapiro. That is that is great. Well, I mean, we we'll get into Epstein at a later time, but it's just funny because like you know the the religious right basically says like you know Hollywood and the like uh, uh, the uh, the money lending Jews and um, you know they're basically like ruining society by using Hollywood as like a, as just like a sex trade and like the president and everybody's just in cahoots with it. And like, they'll kill anyone that, <laughs> that says anything else. Wow. And then, really? and then left wing were like, no way, that's not true. And then it's like Jeffrey Epstein kind of just exposes the fact that like, uh, there is a, uh, even though there's not a pizza gate, there is like high level sex trafficking that is happening yeah. right under the noses of the most powerful people in the world. And sure. it's just happening. And then like, and if you mention it, people just say, oh, you're a Russian troll trying to help oh, you. But Trump's like, he's, weird well, he's a great guy. He's a great guy, you know? He fucked some young chicks, but who doesn't, you know? Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell is one of the great Ghislaines. Ghislaine, how do you say it? She's a great lady. She's not a nasty woman at all. A wonderful woman. But anyway, we don't need to get to an episode. So, <laughs> so yeah, you and I, we've, we've been there since the nascent days of online shooting shooters. <laughs> we were there when they blamed Doom for the Columbine shooting. You know what I'm saying? So, did I ever mention to you, too, about that? Um, somebody mentioned to me... The details of that because I wasn't really into it. I think it was like my girlfriend, yeah. like, like super into the Columbine shooters. Super into it. She was really. But, she um, was into Epstein yeah, for a while. Had, no, she had a binder of the Columbine killers and stuff. You know, it was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. But anyway, um, yeah. one of the things I found out about him, 
like one of the dudes was that he had like a doom level like you said they, they were like oh because he played doom and like they were like look at this one thing we found it was like just a, a, it was just one room and there's like nothing with, in it or was it filled with blood or it, no it was filled with whatever. guns and ammo ignoring yeah. the fact that Every time okay. you, every time you read a book about how to develop Doom levels, because you and I, we used to make our own Doom levels. That yeah. was always the first thing yeah, that they told exactly. you to do. Is like make an open room just to see how open rooms are. Add in items so everyone like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's another yeah. Parents just didn't yeah. get it. The news was like, look at these psychos. They didn't get it. Yeah, it's like no. Like, that's what you're purpose. supposed to do, you like, fucking moron. Yeah, he was like, he's sending a message to like whoever finds that. It's like, um, he tried to edit a Doom level. Figured it was probably too much work and stopped doing it. Yeah, I was pretty good at it. I remember, remember I, I, I made like our whole street. I started with your house, and then I made our whole street. Yeah, you are. I know you've you've like made our our uh, neighborhood in a bunch of different like yeah. games or, or I made a bunch or whatever. And then I started, but I started using Duke Nukem 3D. And so Apogee, they made this Apogee. They they spun off into 3D Realms, which was like the 3D version of Apogee. And they basically answered Doom with Duke 3D, which was like kind of like how Fortnite has a lot of personality. Like even though Fortnite's family friendly, Duke Nukem was very family unfriendly. It was like strippers and all that. But there was like it was fun. They added like this element that video games like shooters hadn't had. That there was like you could take a piss and you could like you know look at strippers' tits. Yeah. And stuff. Like it was shake just fun. like if you shake it, shake baby. It, baby. Like if <laughs> you looked in the mirror. Like if you press space bar on the mirror, you go, damn, looking good. You know, just like stupid stuff like that. But that's oh, so much part of game culture now is like, and they, it was the first one where you could taunt people. Hmm. You could taunt people during, and that is such a big thing with Fortnite is all of these like little dances that everyone does. Oh God, yeah. You know, the, the little dances and all this kind of stuff. Duke Nukem was the first one where you could, you would press like the F keys and there was different ones you like different things you would say that you could say after you fragged someone you'd go your ass your face what's the difference you're a poster child for birth control <laughs> it's like all of these fucking dumbass taunts oh okay yeah, D- yeah dave's phone just overheated again and then i i knew what was up so i just i went and opened the freezer and just put my head in the freezer for a sec <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about how Duke Nukem invented taunts in online shooters because after you killed someone, you could say a thing. You go, your ass, your face, what's the difference? You're a poster child for birth control. <laughs> Which I didn't understand as a kid. I was like, what? what? You're a booster A poster child, child for birth control. Oh, poster. As in like yeah. people with faces like yours is a reason why we should abort kids <laughs> it's like it's there's no way that duke nukem would like be it. duke nukem 3d would pass today duke nukem had started out as like this like he sort of looks like arnold schwarzenegger like kind of just generic 80s 90s action hero guy um but finally after that you got know, wolfenstein 3d uh didn't have online doom had online Duke uh, 3D had online and had some personality, but they were all still kind of based in, 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 in two dimensions. And in the late 90s, there was three shooters that were competing to be the, 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 the dominant first-person shooters of the 3D generation. The first was uh, Quake, which I, uh, ID software, id software, whatever, they were doing that. The people behind Doom were doing that. It was ID software. Okay. Yeah, Quake was behind it. 
Uh, I mean, sorry, ID was behind Quake. And then th- yeah, but they developed an entirely new engine. For exactly. That. So a totally 3D engine. Meanwhile, 3D Realms, yeah. <clears throat> they were working on one called Prey, which didn't end up becoming mm-hmm. that popular. Quake became uh, the Apparently most popular not. one here. Um, and then the third one, Epic. It took them forever, though, didn't it? It, it did. If I remember correctly. Like, I remember. That was the first, like, what the hell? Like, yes. You were waiting for it, and then you'd be, like, in a different school by the time yes. it came out. Like, Same ugh. thing with their next Duke Nukem game. They, Duke Nukem Forever, like, took for fucking ever. And then when it came out, it was shit. <laughs> I don't even remember if Prey was good or bad. Like, I just remember. The, Prey's whole thing was, like, there was fewer enemies, but the enemies were, the encounters oh. were more intense. So, like, the enemies were more, it was more okay. like bosses. It was more like fighting monsters. Whereas yeah, Quake okay. was, Quake is still, like, a super fun game to play because it's so, it feels so good. It feels so fast and smooth, and it was really... It is fast. It was just really a it revelation. And, um... <laughs> Then, it was like a speed the first like speed run like uh, game you know yeah. like they're like oh people are doing this with doom well we'll just make a game where like that's yeah. what you do well because yeah that was the thing in doom they had par time so basically there was par and record time so par was basically like if you if it took you longer to in, just like in golf if it takes you longer than this to beat the game to beat this level you suck and then they would have ID's mm-hmm. time which was always like crazy because they knew how to get through um, but yeah like Quake was like just taking that to the next level so there was Quake there was Prey and then the third one was from Epic now they were Epic they weren't Epic Mega Games anymore and it was Unreal Unreal was their game and so both Quake it's called Unreal Quake and Unreal and Unreal was pretty good Unreal was kind of it kind of reminded me kind of reminds me of the original Halo it was a lot more story based than Quake um experiential experiential uh than quake um it was pretty good so i would say it was sort of the second best it was the second popular of that first wave of pc 3d shooters uh true 3d shooters um but uh quake won out but the the most those those games came and went but uh the most important part is like you said they built this engine so yeah. So the Quake engine, which is now known as ID Tech, right? Um, okay. They started licensing them that out. So games like Soldier of Fortune or Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast, those were all built on the on what's now known as ID Tech, which was then known as Quake. So they created this whole new model, which was like, you know, everyone is trying. Everyone tried to to clone dooms everyone tried to make clones of doom before first person shooters were called first person shooters they called them doom clones and they realized well everyone's just trying to rip us off why don't we just charge them to rip us off you can use our engine and make your jedi knight game or your soldier of fortune game and we'll collect a fucking piece of it and uh unreal went down that same path too so like uh for instance half-life and half-life 2 those were built on yeah built on id tech so it's interesting because quake's a great game but i would i would oh, venture what? to say that many of the games built on quake the quake engine yeah. are actually better i i think jedi knight's a better game than quake um oh. half-life is one of the best games ever there's some there's some stuff about the first person perspective and that the camera angles that make me nauseous then i can't play half-life games but that's not the quake engine's fault oh. so and about this time, you haven't played Half Life. I have. I've never beat. I have both Half Life One and Two, and I've never beat them because uh, they make me nauseous. It's weird. Some uh, some people can't weird, play yeah, any man. first person shooters because it makes them nauseous. That uh, is the only what about, one. What about Portal series? I haven't played Portal because I'm worried it'll make me sick too. 
That's too bad because I will tell you hands down, Portal, Portal series like Portal, Portal Two, and Portal Stories Mel. Yeah, that like is 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 hands down my favorite game. Like a lot of people say, like that. you know me, like I'm just like, oh, I love first person shooters. And when I first started playing, too, I'm like, so it's a first person shooter, and I don't get to shoot yeah. anything. Yeah, you just you shoot. It's <sighs> like puzzles almost, right? But there's like, yeah, I'm playing a fucking first person puzzle game. Yeah. This is gonna be great. No, but the point is. Because I'm not, it's not even, a, I mean, the puzzles are fun. I, I, I did get, I converted a little bit toward puzzle games, but it's the fucking story. Yeah, that's what I it's hear. It's the fucking voice acting. Like this woman, like, like her career took off after that too. And even, oh my God. And what's his name? Um, fuck, I can't remember his name. The bald guy. <laughs> Hitman? <laughs> no, it's like, jabba jabba blah, 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 blah. Uh, well, whatever. He, he plays the boss. Clay, he plays Clay Johnson, nice. and it's just. I have Clay this game. Movie. I should just play it. You know, when life gives you lemons, you don't make lemon. You, you what is it like? You burn their house down with the lemon. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking quote, about, dude? Like while you're playing um, Portal Two, I think it is. Uh, I think yeah, because Portal One is like okay, it's like Half Life One, where it's like yeah, this is a good game and it's cool, but like oh, J.K. Simmons. All of the, Thank you. Yes, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, they don't have all of the like details. They don't have all the story. Yeah. There's not as many people talking. It, it's just it's just not as rich of an environment. Like Ellen as soon as you McClane. play Half Life Two, you're like, what the fuck, you know? Um, so same thing with Portal. And once you play Portal Two, I mean, because in Portal One you have this like the woman talking to you. Yeah. But in Portal Two, like the machine is dead half the time, and you have like recordings of the boss that, <laughs> and it's just. I have never seen a game do this where like you are like diving through a stratified um, uh, business. Yeah. Like there are different levels of this business that was made over decades. Mm -hmm. Right. So on different levels, you see their like aperture. That's what, that's what the business was called. Mm -hmm. Like change, like just like what you were talking about with like Epic mega games. And then it turns into Epic games or like quake thing. And so you see, it's like aperture, like blah, blah, blah. We started out making shower ring or like asbestos, covered like shower <laughs> curtains which you're like uh that's a bad idea so yeah that's just kind of a foreshadowing like everything is terrible See, i love it with. when you just when the story happens in game i fucking hate yes. cutscenes. fucking hate cut oh scenes. you're right and yeah, that's the great right. thing about like grand theft auto has cutscenes, but like a, and red dead but a lot of it is just like the conversations while you're riding the horse bioshock those games are great because instead of cutscenes, you're i never got play bioshock oh, you'd love if you love first person shooters i know my best. brother played it because it's amazing it's so weird like i downloaded it they're and for good. some reason the audio wouldn't work oh they're all good and i was like play them okay. all okay the third one's actually yeah, my okay. favorite but right. anyway like you just, you reveal the story know. like as you like listen to people's recordings and I, they might i don't know if yeah. portal did it first or or whatever and i realized probably missed. you know it's funny dave probably missed remember how i didn't go to graduation like I would never go yeah. to like office Christmas parties. <laughs> I never would do all of the no. stuff that's like supposed no. to be fun, but to me was always no. a waste of time. And I, I was thinking about it the other okay. night and I'm like, God, I'm such an asshole. And now you're middle management. I di- yeah, I didn't go to, you know, I, okay. I didn't go to my high school reunion. There's all these things in my life like I <laughs> didn't go to. And then I realized, okay. I mean, oh. I didn't go to your wedding, but. Right. I did go to my wedding. That's one of the few life events that I yeah. actually did. No, I did said go. I didn't go to your I wedding. Know, I know. I, I managed I, to make oh, it okay. though. Uh, but yeah, I realized, oh, I just like skipping through the cutscenes of life. Oh. I, I just care about the game. I care about the shit yeah. that I did in school, not getting the fucking 
the diploma. I care about you're right, the but I mean, who's writing the game? Me. That's the point. And so it, you don't know. And like maybe the cutscenes actually do contain really they probably story do. Plots. I was playing. You're like, oh my god, it's so frustrating. Why, you know, why did we have to share that hug at graduation with that chick that I never expressed my love to, and then like, yeah. you know, you it never went anywhere. Anything. But like, I remember it 20 years later. That didn't happen to me, by the way. I just made that okay. up. But like I imagine stuff like that. Yeah. So I just always want to skip through the cutscenes of life. So respect to Portal and Portal 2 for like layering the story into the location. That's how you fucking do it. Like the other day I was playing Red Dead. I I finally finished Red mm. Dead and there's a part where your character's wife leaves you like a letter explaining something. And my wife was watching the game and she finds it like very cinematic to just watch this game because it's so beautiful and amazing. And I, my character picks I picked up the letter from the wife and started reading it and I was like oh fuck I don't care and I just skipped the cutscene and <laughs> Amelia was so pissed she's like what the fuck I wanted to hear what she said like I was like this is the most marriage thing I can think of is you're pissed because I skipped the wife's cutscene in the game I'm like I gotta fucking listen to you all day long yeah. And now I got to listen to the, what my fucking video game wife has yeah. to say. One of you yeah. two needs to shut the fuck up. Okay. And it's clearly not nope. going to be you, Amelia, because there's no X button on you. But anyway, yeah, that was uh, yeah, Red Dead Redemption. The first like 80% of it is like the most amazing like cowboy game I've ever played. And then like your main character, spoiler your main character dies and then you switch to the uh, the other character who's from the other game and the last 20% of the game is you and your son and your wife and you're trying to like buy a house and i was like oh this is just literally my life my like my i got a pregnant wife and i'm trying to buy a house right now so i can have a place for my little boy to live and i'm like oh, i don't want to play this anymore and then my wife got pissed cuz i skipped the cutscene <laughs> so I, don't, I mean, it's still fun. You still do cowboy stuff. I was just like, oh, come on. This is supposed to be escapism. But yeah, you should definitely play Bioshock. You should also play um, Super Hot, which is on. That seems really anticlimactic, is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it does have a good climax. But, but I. Um, funny you mentioned Super Hot. Yeah, I've been meaning. It's cool. And I guess now they have a Super Hot, too. Oh, they do? I got to get that. Super hot's great. Yeah. That's one of my favorite shooters. So, you know, people think okay. of just shooters as like this homogenous thing. Oh, you just run around, you shoot. No, there's so much to it. You got a game like Portal, which is story-based and nonviolent. Yeah. And then you got something like Bioshock, which is like this incredible story, series of stories that combines history with sort of like, uh, okay. you know, I, I don't know, what is it? Noir punk. It's like not quite steampunk clock punk or whatever um and then you got something like super hot which is like it's all about like each level is like a single encounter but it's like done in slow motion so like right. everything it, you die unless everything is perfect unless you perfectly time everything out like you it's really hard but it's hmm. basically like a whole game of bullet time. Like you're just matrix bullet timing. Yeah. And the style is I really want to cool. add into the mix here. Have you, do you know Hotline Miami? Yes, I do. Have you played I it? I have not played it, but I'm aware of it. Is it, <laughs> is it good? <laughs> um, it's actually really yeah. good, but it is like the most frustrating game I've ever played because it's exactly what you're describing with super hot, but there's no slow-mo. Oh, you just got to do it perfectly. So you just... You yeah, and you just keep doing it over and over. Like you know, listening to someone play it basically sounds like, fuck. Okay. Oh, it's on Steam. Fuck. I just buy this, ten dollars. Fuck. Yeah. 
No, and the music is is awesome, and the feel is just awesome. Like they perfectly recreated this. Like you were just in the mode of this eighties video game. Or I something. love it. Yeah, I love all these rich. I'm adding this to my wish list when it so when it goes on. Yeah, when dude, it goes dude. on sale. Like I beat Hotline Miami. The story is so dark too. It's fucking. Amazing. Well, I yeah. Um, I did not beat Hotline Miami too is though. Too I got so frustrated. Yeah. I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> this is one level. I'm like ah, I did it like well, those thirty old, times. Those old like sixteen bit. 8-bit games those were they were fucking hard and i'm glad that like there, yes. there's a lot of these games that are like bringing back that style like retro yeah. city rampage or whatever but like yeah we're not gonna take it easy on you just so you can get to the next level yes like, you better enjoy the way we fucking put this together and do it right or else you don't just right play it. whereas like a lot of modern triple a <laughs> games like like in red dead for you instance seen, you can you mentioned skip. like kids react right yes. like with a game boy like yeah i watched this one where it was like kids try to play uh super mario brothers one it's hard it's just so funny watching them even try to like jump over the first pit yes. or like jump on the goomba it's like i wait what like i but i i jumped and like oh no it's like yeah you gotta jump correctly exactly and you're not just pressing this face bar. you touch one bad guy if you don't have your mushroom if you touch one bad guy you're dead and you yeah, don't just continue dead. you you know it's not even a sega where you like lose your rings you're just you're dead. dead mofo I know it's it's yeah, funny. Sonic was more forgiving. Um. So anyway, so throughout all of this time, like, like having a first-person shooter on a console was like a joke. You know what I mean? They would do ports. Like you could get a port of Wolfenstein and Doom, you know, and there was a port of of uh, Quake, I think, and there was a port of Duke Nukem 3D to to N64, but it was all shit. And, you know, we think yeah. of so much of, of shooters now as everyone playing on their console. But back in the day, no, no one was playing it. No one was playing it on, on, on console until GoldenEye came out in, what, 97 or whatever. And it proves that, like, consoles are a viable platform hmm. for not only first-person shooter, but for multiplayer first-person shooter. So this in, okay. so we kind of like, we have everything sort of set up here, right? Like, on the PC side, we got, like, all of the uh, all of the like 3D technology is coming into place. On the console yeah. side, we're starting to figure developers starting to figure out how to use a video game controller to 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 play a first person shooter and make it fun. Where are we, by the way? Like time ninety seven or so. And yeah, okay. so in the late so then about 90, 98 or so is when it all comes together and we get the birth of the online shooter. So the the first big one I can think of, and there's I'm probably missing this, but the first one I can really think of is Tribes. Tribes. Oh, Tribes was no. Huge. You're probably right. Yeah, it was so fucking like. What is this game? I can't believe there's so many people yes. here, and it's it, it's good and like was, you can have 32 okay. players. The the, the worlds were huge. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the worlds were huge. It was the first time where you could have yeah. special classes. Man, I want to play Tribes. Tribes was great. <laughs> and then you start, play tribes. and then you started to get and then you there was Unreal Tournament, which was sort of similar. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then they started doing these Half-Life half mods. We talked about Half-Life. Half-Life wasn't really a multiplayer game. I think there might have been a multiplayer mode, but they started doing these mods. Yeah. Team Fortress. Right. Yes, thank you. That's what that was based off of. These oh were my all God, these I... Half-Life mods. So this Team Fortress was a fucking Half-Life half mod. And, oh. and Team Fortress had a huge influence on Fortnite, the style, the cartoony style. Um, yeah. Like it's it, basically it, just it, a ripoff. Not rip to off. mention, um, yeah. more importantly, Overwatch. Overwatch, it's, yes. It's, Overwatch, is, Overwatch is more of a ripoff yes. than, than that. I mean, because PUBG is, is kind of what... I feel like it's like Fortnite is like... Epic was all like, look at PUBG. 
let's do like a team fortress like lens yes, of that exactly yeah but then overwatch was all well let's just do an updated mm-hmm. version of team fortress because people are still playing right. team fortress but overwatch is like $60. why are they playing this game i hate team- i want to say by the way i hate team fortress too i loved the idea yeah. of it i wanted to play this game i never but got i just it. never liked any of the classes yeah. i never liked any of the classes no and it, i guess that's just me and it was one like, of i didn't know am i class am i scout games. am i pyro am i you know I, I know some of the ones i'm definitely not but like i couldn't figure out which one yeah and it was the one that kind of like mm-hmm. really solidified the whole yep. quick match class yes thing. yeah there would be no call of duty if it wasn't for counter-strike either because counter-strike was the first like you're dead you're dead and so it wasn't about like trying to survive as long as Man, possible it was about how many kills can you get during this small amount of time i found it incredibly yeah. stressful but whatever it was but i played it for a while so we're seeing all these I things wasn't very good i was okay yeah we're seeing all these things come together so we got tribes which is like is huge we've got team fortress which is very like role based you know um you know what type of guy you are and then you got counter-strike which is very realism based and very quick match based and then you also got, uh, and, and I feel like this is a first, so Tribes to me is, is like the first step towards Battle Royale, I think in a lot of ways. Tribes. And You're right. Battlefield 1942 also fucking cracked shit open. Um, now we think of Call of Duty as the dominant franchise, but Battlefield started as Battlefield 1942. And it wasn't quite Battle Royale, but it was like these huge maps and you could fly like a fucking plane and you could get in a tank. And it was just, it was just fucking amazing. So all of- Well, I was a Medal of Honor guy, but- Yeah, well, Medal of Honor, yeah, Medal of Honor was, <laughs> I think Steven Spielberg produced those. Medal of Honor was like, was oh. the best one in terms of like the story of like following a guy through- Oh my God. That first like Medal of Honor, I think it was the first one where you're like on the beaches of Normandy. It was just like, it was like I remember when at one point they were talking about there was this Doom mod. Yeah, it was a really good mod yeah. that I think they claimed they were actually using at the time for some training. Military they were training Marines. Training, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm sure as soon as that fucking Medal of Honor came out or whatever, that they moved to that. Over, and yeah. Of course, now they're using whatever they're doing, but. Yeah, that was that was my experience. I was just like, I am on the goddamn beaches, yes. like. Ah! So yeah, and and, <laughs> and that kind of goes more on the like half life side of things, where it's about it's about this guided experience, right? It's like these huge levels, but you're very much like first person. You're you're in someone's boots, but there's something about those those early Call of Duty games or Medal of Honor games. Those the first uh, Half Life game, where it was the first time where you really felt like you were that person. You know what I mean? It really. Mm-hmm put you in the shoes and because there was a story you mean yeah there was yeah there was a story and i don't know there's there's just something Hmm. there's something different about like playing quake than there is playing half-life you know what i mean it feels more like this is a a real thing that's happening okay you're right well i'd say because the yeah there's an added there's a story story involved yeah i think that's there's the illusion of choice sometimes even yeah (laughs) so but where does it but where does it all come together like i said halo was originally supposed to be halo was originally supposed to be on uh mac and also pc right because bungie was one of the few developers and this all goes back to why gaming on the apple platform always fucking sucks there was only really one developer 
who was making a shooter for the Mac platform. And it was Bungie and they made Marathon and Marathon 2. And I remember this being like for all my, you know, making fun of my Mac friends because they couldn't fucking play Doom or whatever. They're like, well, we have Marathon. I was like, okay, well, that's like <laughs> the Mac. That's like the lame Mac version of Doom. Good for you. And then finally, and then just in a, in a typically Bill Gates move, Bill Gates is such a gangster. It's funny. He looks like such a nerd. But he's just like, he's like the fucking Al component of computers. Like he just comes in and he just grabs, he just grabs Halo out from under them. A lot of people were pissed because people didn't know what a fucking Xbox was and they didn't want to buy one and they were expecting to play it on their PC. And so they were fucking pissed. Uh, but basically there would be no Xbox if they didn't have Halo because Halo is like was like their big title. Their strategy has never been to actually sell consoles. Like they don't really give a shit. Like, yeah, the consoles are there for people who want to play games that don't have a PC. But basically the Xbox with especially with Xbox Game Pass, like the difference between an Xbox One and just a Windows gaming PC is just sort of convenience in a lot of ways. Um and like you're going to be able to play the next generation, a lot of the next generation of games like Halo, but without even having to own an Xbox, because they realize it's not the like buy the Xbox account on your PC. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so well, Xbox Game Pass. So, but the thing about PlayStation keeps going. Oh, look at us! Look at us! We have all the console exclusives. Look at us! We, we're selling more consoles. Well, it's only because of the, them hanging on to the exclusives, and yeah, that's a good business model. But at the end of the day, Microsoft has the like infrastructure to actually allow people to play games anywhere. And that fundamentally is what scares Apple because the technology exists to be able to stream any Xbox game on any fucking tablet or computer you want. It doesn't matter how good the the graphics card is on your computer. As long as it can stream it, it can stream it. Microsoft has the infrastructure to do that. Sony does not. Sony has the license to Spider-Man in Uncharted. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me like summarize this in a yes. way or like, or like uh, make sure I'm following you. It's like Apple has clung so much to proprietary technology. Yes. Where Microsoft is more about proprietary software. Well, yeah, in a way. I mean, that's, that's yes, because that's how, well, it's, it's how Microsoft became a thing to begin with is that they basically said to, they said to IBM, we'll give you our operating system, but we're licensing it to you. We still own it. That's why IBM doesn't make computers, doesn't make personal computers anymore because Bill Gates is a gangster. But yeah, it's- Oh, because they robbed them of any profit they could have? Well, because anybody, anybody else, any other developer could go out and, you know, and run the same programs as IBM because they could, they could also license DOS yeah. from, from, from Gates. Right, so- the lesson here is don't cling to the fucking exactly. um hardware exactly it's and the software. playstation they can count as many consoles as they want but it doesn't fucking matter the idea of having a in the switch proves this the cross-platform compatibility of fortnite proves this that the idea of having a fucking console is is as outdated as having a blu-ray player or any of this shit it doesn't fucking matter what only thing that matters is the infrastructure to support all of this and apple yeah. knows because they they tested it i think halo is the only one that they allowed to test out you mean like what, what, what like expand on the term infrastructure because i feel like for our listeners that's a sure. little vague microsoft has the servers to yeah. stream okay. games to anyone anywhere 
and it's not quite there uh, to it's not quite ready to go public. They're still they're still figuring out, but they've they but Apple let them test it out. Apple let them test streaming Xbox games to an iPad, and it fucking works, and it's good. They only let them do Halo. Okay. See, this is why people hate Apple because it would be because like. It would be so great if I just said, you know what, Apple, I'm going to buy a fucking iPad from you. You're going to get that money. Okay, great. I'm not going to buy your stupid Apple Arcade because that's fucking dumb. I have an Xbox account, my Xbox One account. I should be, and I can stream my Xbox games on any PC or whatever. It doesn't matter what company is, except for your PCs and except for your tablets and your phones. They're the only, they're the only, it's, it's iOS slash android yes you know or 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 yeah macintosh everybody has yeah they're the only ones yes and they know it they know the technology's there and they're holding it back and that fucking sucks and that's why fuck apple and i hope that this this breaks open look this you know this is all just corporate actors acting in their own best interest sure Fortnite but- is epic is is funnier than apple they're cooler than apple <laughs> So they're yeah. going to win the PR battle. But it, so I know, but it's just a bunch of corporate shit. But at the end of the day, I hope that this sort of breaks open, uh, breaks open these, these walls between these, these platforms because yeah. it's fucking stupid. It's like, yeah, it's like Apple, even when we make fun of them and we're like, oh, blah, 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 but like for some reason that they like, they get to sit on some sort of throne or whatever, like, and then, yeah, hopefully it'll break that that yes. that idea where they're like, okay, but okay, but, and it's like, no, there is no but anymore. Yeah, like fuck. Well, it's fuck classic negotiation. Like basically, it's totally insane. Like from a legal and business perspective, it's totally insane what Epic did. You can't just make put your own store inside Apple Store and start charging. I mean, it, they basically they're the people. They basically are bringing hot dogs into Yankee Stadium and selling cheaper hot dogs. You know, you know what I'm sure. saying? Like you can't quite do that. But by basically saying that's what what we're gonna do, it puts you that the fact that that's their opening bid puts yeah. them in the position that in order to negotiate some kind of compromise since they put themselves so far out there apple in order to bring them back to the table will have to make far more concessions I mean, and if they had just said oh please mr apple can we cut it down to 10 percent, please okay maybe 20 percent." no they they went they went fucking big like, like a long time ago one of their dances they got like sued the about carlton whatever I think I yeah I don't know and it's like instead of like taking it away and apologizing or whatever they're just like okay how much money do you want there you go yeah like you know they were like we don't care yeah, it's not the money they're making plenty of money like Fortnite's making a shit ton of money it's the principle of the matter which is why I like this so anyway <laughs> that that's what I mean or like it doesn't matter so you see Sony like and look Microsoft is a giant evil fucking corporation you know fuck Bill Gates fuck Microsoft. But like at the end of the day, Windows and Xbox, I have to say, as someone who has gamed on everything, who I've, you know, I had the, I had a, what, I had a PlayStation 2. I've had, I have a, I've had, you know, I've had, I've had one of each company's console at some point. And, you know, the current configuration of the Xbox Game Pass and being able to play games some games on the pc on your your windows pc and some games on your xbox and the ability to stream xbox games onto your pc so like if my wife is watching 
TV on the big TV that my Xbox is connected to. No problem. I switch the Xbox on, then go turn on my, my PC and I just stream it right yeah. to my PC. So I'm sitting off in the corner, I'm playing Xbox. It doesn't matter. That seamless experience is the, you know, the, the, you don't get Uncharted and you don't get MLB the show and you don't get Spider-Man. <laughs> but other than that, it is the best gaming platform I've I've ever had because because I got the Xbox stuff sure. and then I can play that on my PC yeah. as well. And even if I throw my Xbox out the window, there's still tons of games that I can still play with my current license. And then also on my PC, I got GOG, I got I got Steam, I got everything else. So, you know, I just want it to work yes. and like you know. Correct. Anyway, this probably is a good demarcation point. I think I think a few minutes ago when we were like, yeah, yeah, and and I'm like I'm I'm super hot and my friend's here and. Make a Fortnite phone. Make a Fortnite phone. That's what he says. Make a Fortnite phone if you. Then you can make the rules and don't let any. Um, don't let them have iTunes on that bitch or something. You know what I mean? Let's, except iTunes can only get um, Fortnite songs. There you go. I didn't see was such a handsome devil, man. You didn't? No. Oh, you can yeah. see. <laughs> Wait, is this Kevin? Yeah. He, you yeah. want to see Kevin here? Hold on. Hi, Kevin. I thought. Had like a wait, does that work? Face for podcast. Where is the fucking video? There it is. No, it's in like Father John Misty. Yeah, Lee's yes. always been attractive. Kevin's an attractive dude, too. Hey, Kevin. Uh, welcome. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. welcome to talk on the internet. You're talking on the internet. The internet, yes. How you doing, We're man? Not live. Oh man, well, it's good to be here. I'll tell you that the rest of the time. Sometimes I'm feeling a little bit of sorrow yeah. mixed with uh, other words with negative connotations mm. to describe emotions, but uh, that's not my area of expertise. Hmm. Cool. Well, Kevin's it's nice to meet you. Dave always has good things to say about you. Yeah. He's my that's best local tactful friend. fellow. <laughs> <laughs> that tact is what's... Uh, got you that far yeah yeah i suppose so all right well so let's go ahead and round it out then folks uh what we've learned today is i am handsomer than kevin thought um and that um this is all all of this fight between epic and uh and google and apple and microsoft and sony like all of this shit is just a bunch of corporate jockeying for more money but at the end of the day i'm always going to advocate for what is the best experience for the consumer and the best experience for the yeah. consumer is to be able to buy your fucking hardware and play well, whatever the fuck you want on it this was the thing i learned from my from tima you know as much as i about my relationship with her she was smart and she was a political scientist major and we like uh political theory whatever <laughs> and like I, her, her. The point is, vote with your money. Yes. Like we, Correct. capitalist. Yeah, vote with your money. Correct. That's the one. That's like the one vote that like they can't stop. No, no, you can't. You can't do anything about that. There's <laughs> no like. There's no business electoral college where it's like, oh well, you know, PlayStation sold more consoles than Xbox. But uh, we're going to technically say that Xbox won this game um, cycle because because we say so. Because we're smarter yeah, than Good you. for you. <laughs> Go ahead and say that. Now you don't have the money next quarter to like say it again. Yeah. At least not on a board or anything. 
So at the end of the day, fuck Microsoft, fuck Apple, fuck Epic. But I'm on Epic's side because Epic seems to be making a stand that will help out consumers. Yeah, because fuck Apple more. Yes, fuck Apple more. And I think that this whole the whole Fortnite uh, uh, 1984 parody commercial just shows like you start out as the like the upstart. You start out as the as like Steve Jobs not wearing shoes and just like auditing classes. And then you become like the revolutionary guy that's like taking down IBM. But then you turn into the piece of shit. You turn into the the same, you know, they're just all of the problems that IBM was having in the late 80s and early 90s that made IBM suck. Now Apple's having them. And the Tim, Tim McSweeney guy or whomever, you know, what's his name? Yeah, Tim Sweeney guy from Epic Games. Like he was the young upstart. Now he's like, you know, he has arisen and, you know, maybe in 10 years he'll be the douche. Who knows? But I think uh, what we've all learned today is that when Lee says kids, he means teenagers. <laughs> and that even though he's only 35, uh, he pretends like he's a super old man. Uh, and that uh, uh, video games are fun. Dave and Lee have been playing video games, uh, uh, online shooters since they were kids. And uh, uh, so we have the perspective to know what is correct we are the electoral college of game opinions exactly even if you didn't elect us <laughs> yeah exactly all right buddy well you wait you, i love you, i love you too man you said you had something else in your craw related to healthcare. i don't know if you want to talk about that now yeah we'll get to we'll that. get to that I'm on so the later hot. program all right all right buddy i'll talk to you soon you have fun now peace